Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey and welcome to one more episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Raquel Balistella, and I'm so honored to have you here. So today we have a special episode because the Art Impact podcast just completed six months! Yeah! And for that we are celebrating and making a swap. So today we're swapping places and the amazing Petra Bongart is interviewing me. We talk all things about the power of art and bringing about change in the world. There is so much to celebrate in the six months together. Thank you so much for building this beautiful community with us. And now let's dive in. Hey, Petra Bongards, welcome to the Art Impact podcast again. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, nice to be back. Our second round. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so everybody, today we're doing something different. Today we are swapping places and Petra is going to interview me today. And uh, (laughs) and we, we thought about doing that because... We had such an amazing conversation last time and and Petra has some amazing questions. And also we just completed uh, six months of our podcast. So our, yeah, so our Art Impact is now a a baby of six months, (laughs) six months Mm -hmm. old. So I just thought it'd be an amazing uh, way of celebrating that. And uh, yeah, and Petra was so kind to just jump in. And even like, I think Petra had this idea. It wasn't, yeah, it was your idea, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were interviewing oh. everybody. Someone needs to interview you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Good. Oh, great. Oh. Okay. So yeah, so let's, let's go. I, and now I, 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 I feel, to be very honest, a little bit nervous and then it's good to be on the other side as well. And, uh, and I look forward to it. And uh, yeah, so I hand, I handed it over uh, to you, Petra. And uh, yeah, l- off Thank we you. go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's so great to be back here with you. We had such a special conversation last time. And so, yeah, 
I guess I was selfishly thinking if I interview you, I get to hear a little bit more about your your path with the podcast and with your work as well. And I'm sure lots of your listeners would also benefit from hearing a bit more about you, given that normally you're the one asking the questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So congratulations on six months. That means it's probably a, a crawling crawling toddler now the podcast <laughs> yes the podcast is a crawling toddler, toddler yeah a <laughs> mighty mighty crawling toddler yes <laughs> yeah. yeah and I guess I wanted to ask you and I mean you already touched on it uh, a little bit just now how is it to be on the other side <laughs> to be the one being asked the question uh yeah I think definitely I feel I feel more more vulnerable than than when I'm asking the questions you know I think um it's uh, yeah I think vulnerable is the first word that comes to my mind because of course like I I, I had a look on a bit of our questions and and uh, things that I want to say things that that are important to me but it, it feels yeah it just feels more vulnerable to be on the side that is answering then on the other side that is questioning isn't it so mm. and uh but it's also I really it's also very interesting because I feel that um, I know I, I really look forward, you know, to to what what we are going to discover together here. So because so many things we discover in conversation, isn't it? We can prepare mm. and prepare and have you know all all the things, all the answers, or all the thoughts that we want to share. But there is something special that happens when we are in connection with someone. So uh, exactly. I, yeah, I really look forward to that. Yeah. Mm. I thank you for being willing to swap places and step into this more vulnerable unknown place with me really appreciate it mm. yeah. no. so I guess I wanted to start because I don't know you so well and I don't know how many of your listeners know you very well or not but maybe if you could just tell us a little bit about what it is that you do not just for the podcast but more generally um, with your work that would be a great starting point I think Yes, yeah, let, let's let's dive in. Um, so what uh, what I'm working now, so I, I'm uh, I, I love the term coined by Mahi Fordio, um, that was is one of my mentors in marketing and she talks about multi-passionate creators or multi-passionate entrepreneurs and uh, and I, I think yeah I'm definitely one of them. so I I, I love, for me, it has been always very difficult to just concentrate on one path, you see. And I always thought that was a, a problem, you know, of, of mine. You know, it was me who was, I don't know, not able to concentrate well or, cons or focus. And, and just really realizing with time, as I couldn't really find many other um, entrepreneurs, you know, growing up or even like when I was university, that had the same dynamic or the same hunger for uh, different things. Uh, so I, 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 now that I found so many people, you know, with a similar um, path, really, of course, there is no like right or wrong or better or worse. It's just, you know, the path that, uh, that everyone, each one has. Uh, I feel, yeah, much better in, in my, in my feet. And then so, so as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, um, now I'm working as a marketing and business mentor for creators. 
and uh, and I'm focusing and I'm and I'm specializing in helping and offering tools for creators who have a socially engaged or community-based practice. So, mm. which is yeah, deep a passion of mine. So, of course, as as the more as I go into this field, what I see is that every artist, every creator is uh, like deep down a social entrepreneur because the activity that you that you do as a creator creates so much you know social impact out there and mm. and uh, you being aware of it or not you know being that for if you're relating to your own well-being and then as if you are well and balanced and fulfilled then you are able to create around you a much more balanced and fulfilled you know world and relationships or even like more directly you know um yeah or the impact that your art has in other people so but there are a few creators and uh, a few artists that have with the passion for creating uh, inside a medium uh, creating a work of art they have with that they have a passion for some kind of social change you know mm. and it's kind it's kind of inside or um it's kind of something that is together um mixed in their creative process you know they they can't really separate those those things and um and uh, i'm really interested in, in helping yeah yeah this specifically kind of uh, artist and and creator so and uh, and that's something that i identify myself a lot as well um so so uh, yeah so I'm, i'm working as a mentor um a marketing and business mentor because i feel that this is a field that's really lacking today and so 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 needed um for creators out there and also parallel to that i'm developing my own social enterprise which is really in a in a seed you know in a in a seed mm. in a seed mode uh, which is called imaginary with an i in the end and uh, and it's yeah it's it's meant to be it will be in time a theater company uh, with applied theater projects um with uh, spe- specifically dedicated to foster children so oh, wow. yeah so that's something that I, yeah it's going on as well and uh that's it yeah mm-hmm. so this is where you're now and what you're offering now so i'm curious about how you got here i mean i presume that you yourself have been a, a creative with an interest in in change making as i would call it uh for some time and i wonder if you could share a little bit about your journey that got you to this place where you're now the mentor of other the creatives in this way and where you're setting up this this uh non-profit yes Ooh. well yes it's a long journey it's a very long journey <laughs> well you Ooh. could just share with us like some of the some of the stops along the journey or um my next question and maybe you want to answer this already and this would be like if you could share with us like a moment on that journey that where you feel like something clicked and you really you know that set you on this path a moment could be a story of something that happened or a moment of insight where it changed the course of of your life and the direction that you're going in now yes 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 
yes yes um yeah now now yeah let's now it's i think i can pick a few a few a few yeah. stories and a few things along the way because isn't it because it's such a yeah it's, it's it's those things are such a part of your life so we have like a very long <laughs> story isn't it but yeah that's great those great questions better as great questions um so i think uh, what i can say to start with it's the the interest in in creating and the interest in creating through the body you know creating through movement and and creating stories you know like joining those things movement joining mixing stories and movement together you know to express myself uh to and to connect with others is is being really with me since i'm very very young like i remember um like i don't know with five or six i would like pick up my my parents cds you know music cds and i i would put them on and i would do, do, dance them over you know the whole cd and while i was dancing and it would be like uh, i don't know classical music you know like when uh, there is a uh, my mom had a eyes uh, Um, CD of the planets from Gustav Holst. I don't know if you ever mm -hmm. yeah. heard that. So that one was one of my favorites, and I would go over and over again. And like my mom, she told me years later, but she would come to the living room, and I was like dancing. You know, there is a, the the God of War. You know, one of the music is very very strong, very charged, and she would look like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I was just would dance over and over and while I was dancing what I what I was looking for was to discover and create what was the story you know behind that that songs that melody and that mm. sequence you know for me I would create a song so I and I would have these stories going on oh in this part there is a couple they meet they separate they you know They meet again. Mm. I don't know. Someone dies. Someone is born. You know, I would create those stories with the melody and and would dance. Sounds like Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. Epic. <laughs> epic. Exactly. Epic. Yeah. Exactly. And and I would that, do that with yeah many 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 different uh, CDs and things like that. So and I would feel so 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 much joy, so much fulfilling in in doing those things. You know, I was really one of my favorite ways uh, of playing or or then later like doing big big dramas and epic dramas with my dolls you know like there was always this quality and um and uh and yeah so I would feel like so 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 whole I think in a way is a very good word word you know I would I was was feeling whole while I was playing those and I was feeling connected even though I was just by myself because I am the eldest of four and I have three uh, younger brothers. And mm -hmm. uh, so, and yeah, we wouldn't play much together when we were younger, you know? So I was the only girl. So I played a lot, a lot by myself and there was a feeling of loneliness quite a bit. But when I was playing you know, dancing, I wouldn't feel lonely at all. So I think that that's a, that's a, For me, it's a very formational, you know, experience and where, mm. where, where creativity and connection and movement and self-expression was all pretty, you know, mixed up. Mm. Um, 
then then um then yeah then, then i think that there there is the separation of how this showed up uh, for me and how you know this took the form of uh so i think theater took form for example in this experience and how um my my passion for working with children and for working especially with children that are in situation of vulnerability you know i think it really comes it starts with my, in my in my childhood as well because i grew up in brazil and and the reality there is is much yeah much much harder than than mm. in in england or you know in first uh, for developed uh, countries or and so I would see, like, as a child, I would see other children in the street, you know, and I and I would I couldn't really understand that, you know, how uh, how I how I had a home, and they didn't, you know, and and even sometimes um, there was a few occasions that, for example, once uh, my mom took uh inside our our house and in, in our garage actually a family that was homeless because it was a very very rainy night and uh so we saw them on the street and she invited them in to stay and they stayed a couple mm-hmm. of days and i remember like sleeping like in my bed and and thinking oh there is a little girl downstairs you know and uh mm-hmm. and and uh, and my mom gave them you know whatever we had like um you know uh blankets and things but uh but yeah we didn't have beds for everyone but I, and i remember being being really struck by this and um so i think um yeah so i think there was there is something you mean that's really really passionate about um supporting you know and and making uh um children all children feel included you know some way mm. um and then and then yeah and then there was an episode in 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 india um uh, i was traveling in india and i and i it was an amazing travel but i had a few encounters with children that were so so powerful so so powerful and i and i thought okay this yeah, these are the people I really want to to help, and uh, mm. I really really want to help. Um, and regarding my 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 yeah my my career as a, as a marketing and and business mentor, I think yeah that it it as the work with children the career and and theater this career always boils down to the same like that's very much in my purpose that is the connection between creativity and and human relationships and and connection Mm. you see this i think for me after you know working on that a lot i see that all everything always boils down to that you know and it takes just different forms but I, i always had like a huge um um dream of helping artists you know uh i i saw so many of my colleagues um struggling so much and myself as well you know struggling so so much and and with so much potential you know so many beautiful ideas so much passion so much Mm. beauty you know 
and 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 struggling so much to 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 survive in a way you know to 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 strive to so so i i was really um struck by that and uh, and uh, and i always thought that you know helping artists would come for me when i was like a very mature artist you know and then i could you know like share my wisdom and things like that i always had you know envisioned that on my path you know okay in 10 years from now when i'm you know have my own company very celebrated i can help them and that i think this first idea really broke with the with covid19 you know with the pandemic because i really I really felt that, you know, the only time we have is now. That's the time that we have. So what, what, I can, what can I do now, you know, for this big, big dream uh, that, I, that I want to see in the world? And then, and then together with that was to really realize that my own journey, you know, I think the pandemic was also a, a way of a moment of really reflecting on my journey until there and mm. and seeing like how in my search to to create and to create a career a creative career um, that would like also fit with my life as a mom with you know my life yeah. my 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 demands my financial demands and all I I I went to entrepreneurship and business and marketing uh like because i thought okay this is a way i can i can build those you know all these structures and then also uh, allowed me to to create what i want to create and and then i and then after a few years uh, i realized oh but then these structures or this knowledge is not just precious for me it's, it's precious it can be precious and and important for many other many other creators so yeah, well, I think the pandemic was a really a turning point for me and was really the point that I decided, okay, let let me share what I have learned so far and uh, let me contribute, you know, uh, the best that I can and, uh, hmm. and yeah, to help others. Now the journey. the podcast was born as well. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. Beautiful way of bringing these different strands together that you just shared so powerfully you know the story of the creative strand the story of the social justice strand and the story of the marketing entrepreneurship strand or or meeting in this in this way in the podcast and presumably in your mentoring as well mm. yeah yeah there we go yeah. yeah well so you almost like you answered a lot of the other questions i had as well in in a way through these stories but i wonder um you know, I wonder if you could share a little bit about when you're working now in any of those roles, I mean, through the podcast or as a, as a mentor or when you're setting up your NGO and you're working with children in that way, if, if you have a story of a moment when you felt really like alive and fulfilled and, and you felt like, yes, this is me on the, on the right path, doing my thing, bringing myself into the world. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, there are many, there is many. Um, but uh, yeah, I think one one story that I, I that is for me um, was re yeah, I think maybe two, two, you know, especially in this path of working as a, as a mentor, as a marketing business mentor. Uh, 
I think two is one. Yeah, there are many, but I think two are one of my favorite ones. So one is uh, when I mentored a, a, a an artistic director of an organization, and um, and uh, and we were talking about strategy. We were talking uh, about you know how how to. Um, build other revenue streams how to make the organization that she already is, is building like more um more sustainable you know and uh and was was beautiful in our in our conversation uh first of all like to hear from her like oh like i never had the chance to reflect on on all the things i have done so far because for example i met her like a few years uh, before, like maybe three years ago, and then we met this year, you know. And I thought, oh my goodness, how much organization has grown in three years! And she stopped, and it's like, oh my, like, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't recognize that before, you know, and didn't have the space to really, you know, see the path going, you know, because usually mm -hmm. when we are the ones creating or the ones leading um being that an organization or our own career we are so much in the doing you know we're so much in like in the in mm. the heat you know, of all the things that we need to do and uh, and that's hard to to really be conscious and appreciate you know all all the all the things that we have done all the paths that mm. we are we are taking and and then and then to uh, also to act from a place that we see what we have done and also where very clearly where we want to go, you see? Mm. So it was really beautiful to see like how her perspective completely changed, you know, and, and even her energy, you know, changed in relationship with her work just because she was now in a position that she was much clearer, clearer about her story and about her vision you know mm. so it changed completely uh, yeah her 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 mindset her her energy how, her posture um and then so also, the value of stopping and having some space to really take in what had already happened and and then from there looking forward yes 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 de mm. definitely 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 and and then also like talking about things like on content creation you see like uh what's what's the value what's the place for that you know like it's uh so like to really she was she is creating some amazing content uh but she wasn't really sure or what uh what to do with that you know how how to make that sustainable so uh mm -hmm. that was that was a really great thing to do as well to see uh, happening and getting more clear though um mm -hmm. And then I think another one is like, yeah, so I think it's, it's this thing of people who have loads of potential, you know, and, and helping them to make the connection between their potential, their creativity and a need out there and, and the audience that they want to serve. And mm. uh, yeah, and then the other one is like a, a mentor, an, an art, a mentor for artists has like an amazing like experience you know and like 20 years in the art world and all and uh but as an introverted was like really hard for her to put 
you know, her work out there and then to mm. working together, we, yeah, we, we passed through that blockage and, and now, yeah, she's up and running. So, yeah, so it's beautiful to see people growing in this way. Yeah. Mm. What an amazing place to be in to, you know, to be mentoring these kinds of people and then to see the change. So um, explicitly, you know, to, yeah, must be very fulfilling. Yes, it is so fulfilling. Mm. Yes, yes. So I guess uh, from there, I would really like to ask you a question that I think you also asked me in our conversation, which was about the role of art and creativity um, in bringing about change, because you already, you know, brought together these different areas of um, creativity and art and expression and um, social justice and change making. So I wondered if you if you could share a little bit about, you know, your ideas and your perspective on why does art play such an important role in bringing about change in the world? Um yeah mm. yeah that's a very big question isn't it yes <laughs> I think yeah. it's a point of view question <laughs> it's a point of view question <laughs> for all the oh, marketing wow. insiders <laughs> yes oh yes oh yes yes yeah I think yeah def- um yeah of course of course I think I, at first I want I think Art is a very special tool, you know, it's not the only tool out there, you know, it's not really the only tool humanity has on in its toolbox, <laughs> you know, to, to, to survive and to bring change, whatever is needed, but it's definitely a, a, an amazing tool. And, and uh, I, I keep thinking that, um, I don't know, for me, what is really interesting is to challenge this idea and i think it's it's is a thought is a mindset is is already being challenged uh, in many other you know institutions and and organizations uh, but it's this idea of that separates you know the artist from the community or separates the artist from the the world and the needs you know around mm. him you know there there was for a long time and there there was this big emphasis on art as something personal as uh, as the expression of uh, of of some of someone's feelings full stop of someone's experiences and full stop and and mm. and actually what we see in reality is that um i think maybe this idea was really important uh, in during a, in a time you know where 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 like not where in culture that everyone had a different experience that everyone had a different you know way of thinking was was not really uh, a main a main thought or a main you know so I think mm. maybe that was in in like modern artists you know the first ones that we like we we adore their personalities you know we we you know we and uh, and i think that was really important but um but today uh i think that our our think about our thought about art making is changing again and has to change you know because the needs of the world out there are are different uh mm. there are many 
And what I see happening uh, is that artists that are able to see that uh, their experience or whatever they are expressing is not just theirs, you know, but uh, it's in relationship with mm. with someone else or 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 something else, you know, or or it's 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 really it's deeply interdependent you know mm. of what it's around them you know so i think that's that's really very really interesting really interesting and um so you were saying almost like the person who is the artist is putting something out there but the art happens in the space between the artist and the people who are receiving the art the art is really happening in that relational space Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm, I think you found beautiful. better words than I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a beautiful. I mean, it brings us right back to the beginning of this conversation that, you know, so much inspiration and insight and um, new, fresh perspectives emerge in the space between us in conversation. And I guess the artist, through their art, is having a conversation with the people who are viewing or seeing or experiencing the art exactly exactly yeah yeah and 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 then talking about more, more directly like in in this space you know in this space between the art and and the audience or you know the uh, there is so much potential and the, and we before we had like this notion oh we can't really measure the impact of art we we, we can't really say we You know, like, I think many, many, many artists, maybe the majority, leave art school without a clear sense of what is their impact, what's the power that they have, you see. And, uh, and, but it's very interesting that now through research, we now, we now have words to this impact and it's very real, you know, like, for example, I, I found a beautiful study um, uh, in part, uh, participatory arts um we can even put the link uh in our in our interview uh it's called like use or ornament and it's a in it's a, like truly research with like i don't know a thousand people you know like and they found like 50 social impacts for for art uh so yeah so then what we know now today uh that uh, what it's the real like impact, social impact that art uh, can have uh, goes like um, around confidence, goes around, uh, is related with like a, a enhanced sense of personal power and self-efficacy, um, community cohesion, social inclusion, children development, mental health, strengthening of social relationships and and the list goes on so of mm. course those are all um uh, impacts or changes that are, are hard to measure it's true it's true as everything that's pretty human and and you know and, and emotional um it's, yeah. it's not that well easy they're hard to, to measure in terms of quantity but they're easy to measure in terms of quality right in terms of the feeling and in terms of people's pathways and how pathways have changed 
Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, and then I think there there is a growing number of uh, qualitative research around the arts, and and I think yeah, we are getting to know more and more about yeah the, the change that art yeah can really have yeah in the world yeah. yeah. And have you got a story of your own experience of how maybe a project that you were involved in or you know, the project of someone that you supported through your mentoring where, you know, you could really say, like, because of this creative project or because of this art, something changed. What what was the impact or, you know, how was how, how were lives touched or how did something change in that context? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Many, 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 many stories again, many stories. Um but I think what's the first one that comes to mind? <laughs> yeah, the yeah the first the first one that comes to mind uh, is um, for so for example before um, I, I used to be a drama facilitator, a drama teacher for children, and mm-hmm. um, and I uh, back back in Brazil a few years ago, and then that that was a story that was for me like very yeah symbolic. So I, I was working with um, a class uh, we, 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 which were struggling with behavior a lot, you know, like they were uh, very unfocused, you know, giving all the teachers lots of problems and um, no one really knew what to do. Um, and, and, and they were, I was working with them in theater and, uh, and in my class, in, in my lessons, they they were they were pretty pretty well behaved, you know, or much better, you know. I didn't have much much complaints. And what I what I could see from the children I was working uh, with, they were like uh, six and six and seven years old, uh, is that there was like a, a lots of creativity going on, you know, and and uh, and I think that they didn't find a way of of how to use that or express that, you know, or, or, or compartmentalize mm. that in a way in, in other classes, you know. So what, mm. we, so what we did for their final uh, project and the presentation project in the end of the year, that was a practice that I did with all my classes. We prepared the show together to show the par- to the parents, to the teachers, to the other students and all. I, I start to have a look in in the stories of in the childhood stories of uh, other artists out there, you know, other big artists out there, and mm. uh, and I and I saw again and again and again that uh, usually, you know, uh, artists or you know the big names of our culture today, like Picasso or you know uh, Monet, and 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 off you go. They they have many of them had quite troubled childhoods as well. You see, so yeah. so we did uh, we collected a few of those stories of those ch- childhoods and then we we came up with a, well a play together and then we and in the process we talked uh, a lot about you know all the talents that we can have all all the the possibilities that we have all the different strengths you know that one one can have and was really really moving to see them you know presenting it like in incarnating those stories you know and uh, and mm. feeling like very um 
kind of finding a place where they felt uh, a place of authenticity, you know, for mm -hmm. themselves at the same time as a place of connection, you know, with, with their parents, with the teachers, with the world, with the environment around them. And uh, mm. so they were showing them, you know, these, these are my talents, you know, it was a way of saying, look, these, these are my talents. And, um, and then after that, after, after that, in, in the following year, their, their, the behavior of the class as a whole got much, much better. You know, it was really, mm. really beautiful to see that they, they understood, they understood that what they had um what who they were you know what was really important for them what moved them wasn't a problem wasn't something to be corrected mm -hmm. you know but was really something yeah. was really a gift was something that yeah they they had to to give uh to other to other people as well so yeah i think i, I love oh, this beautiful. story i love this story yeah. yeah yeah the image i got as you were talking about what happened as a result or what happened in the process was almost like, you know, the children were almost like water that didn't have anywhere to go. And then you gave a channel where the water could flow and express itself and move forward, you know? Yeah. And it reminds me of uh, Gabrielle Ross, the, the founder of the Five Rhythms, had this, this statement or the saying, turn your suffering into art. And, uh, you know, this is very relevant here. You know, there's a transformation that happens when you can take what's true, what your experience is and, whether that's good experience or bad experience, it's just your experience when you can have a way of expressing that and letting that out and letting connect you with other people, as you say. It's very beautiful. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're coming to the end of our time together, but I just wanted one, one last mini question to you. And because I'm aware that the people who are listening to your podcast are probably all artists and creatives or people who you know, have some form of creative expression. And I wondered if you had one thing to leave them with, and that could be something you want them to know or um, a practice or uh, a thing that they should take away with from our conversation, something that you could offer them, what would that be? Mm, yes, yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, what I would love them to, to take with them Um is that the awareness that uh, their creative practice and their deep desire for creating and, and all the work, the beautiful work that they want to put out uh, in, in the world is so, 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 so much needed out there. And there is so much space for it out there. And uh, and the the thing the the challenge the challenge is to find you know these connections is to find because the, the the connection between our passion and and our work and the world out there it, they are not they they don't come they don't come ready you know it's not something and it's not a, there is no recipe you know that you can. Mm. that you can do there is definitely a path that can help you find those connections and build those connections uh, but there is no recipe for that you know it's it's very authentic it's very unique of each each creator and um mm. 
but that there there is definitely a way of uh of making of building a sustainable uh career as a creator and and offering you know all your gifts and all your passion uh to to the world uh, out there yeah mm. Mm. Oh, that's a beautiful note to end on thank you Mm. And thank you for inviting me back and, and being willing to take the place of the interviewee. It's been really beautiful to hear more about your story and yeah, see the points where our stories touch around this idea of change through creativity, through expression, through the body. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Petra, for for having this idea and and for swapping places and uh yeah it was so such a lovely conversation thank you so much for that thank you so much for listening as always you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistella.com slash podcast If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week, and I will catch up with you next.